The self-destruct sequence has been activated. Repeat. The self-destruct sequence has been activated. This sequence may not be aborted. All employees proceed to the emergency car at the bottom platform. Okay, we lit it just like a fuse, so no need to pick and choose Welcome to 2020, where we do more than interviews The hottest beat coming through, jumping knowledge on all of you Get a beaker to front of you with the truth that they offer you, yeah Hands up, we doing it for the culture To give artists and businesses more exposure Keeping it real and stay silent just like a boulder It's about to go all the way down, can get no lower Chasing my dreams, know that they get no slower But if I stay running, I promise they getting closer Moreover, success, my older And if you're sleeping on me, I'm waking them up like boulders I told you, coming from the land with the tide roll We'll be on the whole Different vibe though. We like to ride slow and keep our windows tinted so you really can see us like Stevie Wonder waking up with his eyes closed. Yeah, got the kind of flow that rock the boat. On my 16s of pounds of dope. And if you figure you can hang with me on the mic, then grab some rope. Matter of fact, better grab some hope while you at it. We keep it live, it's time to tune in. Turn up the sound on what you're using. It goes so hard, I think it's bruising. The show is 2020, no need to zoom in. Yeah. Yo, thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Business Minute. I'm your boy, Sir, of the 2020 Podcast LLC. Please say that LLC. You gotta say the whole thing like a tripod. But anyway, today we're shining a special spotlight on cosplay. Now, you might be wondering what cosplay is. Now, it's that time of the year where you see a lot of people dressed up as their favorite characters, their favorite anime, their favorite cartoon, or heck, even their favorite fictional series. It isn't limited to cartoons. Cosplay is an art style. It's just the matter of dressing up and embodying a character you identify with. And today, I decided to reach out to one of the newer friends that I reached out to at the Yokai Den, which had their soft opening. Her name is Tahira. How are you doing today, ma'am? I'm doing good. How about you? Finish I my cannot complain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, Tahira, before we go any further, let me just say thank you for taking time out of your day to do this interview with me. I really appreciate it. No problem. All right. So to hear, if one was to approach you and say, hey, why do you indulge in cosplay? What would you tell them? Honestly, I would tell them one, I mean, I've been cosplaying since I was since 2010. And it's a good hobby to get away from my hobby because my main hobby and my main thing is art. Um, and sleeping so sometimes just to keep myself busy you know if I'm going through an artist block I'll just find something to cosplay that I've been wanting to cosplay dope 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 so I hear that you you say you do art as well how long have you been drawing since kindergarten since I was six years old so I'm 23 now so okay all my life basically man that's dope that's dope so in any way does uh, drawing or art kind of like influence what characters you, you know, indulge in as far as cosplaying as? Yes, I would say it has a big, um, a big impact. And I guess another thing too is say with me, like say if I were to ever do an original character, it's like, I know color theory, I know, and I've watched all like the little fashion shows as a kid with my mom. So it's like, okay, you know what fabrics go well, what colors go well. And it's like, I know how to create original outfits because, you know, I'm over here creating characters for random stories or just creating characters in general. So you know what works, what might not work, what doesn't work. Okay, 
Okay, so it's it's kind of like perfecting your craft has kind of shaped how you go about uh, cosplay because technically anybody can you know put on a costume, but it's a little bit more to that. As you're saying, it's like an aesthetic, you know, finding what accentuates you as a person within. I guess the costume itself, the outfit, the entire, you know. All right, all right. Because I I believe when I saw you at the Yokai Den, I spotted you from like across the mall. I was like, yo, that's Chun Lee from Street Fighter Alpha, yo. That's dope. Because I'm a huge Street Fighter nerd. That was like one of my first fighting video games I got into. And there's a, I'm not to show my age here, but I'm 10 years older than you. And to see someone in the generation beneath me, you know, pay that close of attention to detail was a delight to me, you know? And I, I just, I want to give you your flowers before we went any further with that, because you, you killed it. You killed Thank it. Thank you. Funnily enough, that was actually, I'm not going to say necessarily a last minute cosplay, but it was kind of like a rushed cosplay for Pizzacon, because, um, I was like really busy with work and I was getting ready to start another job and you know, COVID came and um, I was like, well, I just want like a cheap cost effective cosplay. That's going to be simple, something I can drive in. And that's literally why I picked that Chun Lee cosplays because I worked that morning and I was like, I need something that's quick. I was like, I can drive <laughs> in this Chun Lee cosplay. And another reason I picked that Chun Lee, that specific outfit, besides it being, you know, cost effective and pretty easy um, was because I haven't seen that many people do that outfit of Chun Li. Mm-hmm. And I looked on Instagram trying to get some reference and stuff. And I was like, wow, there's not a lot of people who've done this outfit. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to do this one. Yo, that's dope. That's dope. So is there like a particular way that you choose besides, you know, in, in that sense, it was a kind of a time factor that determined um, what you would do. Is there like a way that you choose who you cosplay? yes and no I (laughs) I have a really bad habit of picking like the characters from like underrated things or not you know something that's maybe it's not as popular maybe sometimes like I just um recently pretty much finished a cosplay that was based off of a fan art from a Sailor Moon challenge so Mm -hmm. I have a really bad habit of like cosplaying characters that might not be as known or like they're from a popular series, but they're like a one, two time character. And I was like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. Right. Well, I mean, as long as you identify with them, I think that's dope. Exactly. I was like, look, as long as like a little kid smiles or at least like one to two people know me, that's all right with me. <laughs> right. I, and I like obscurity too. Um, the same day I saw you guys, because I believe there was a convention that day as well. Um, there were a couple that uh, were dressed as the protagonists and antagonists of Silent Hill 2. And yes, yes, yes. And nobody caught on to it until I was like, Mary, James? And they lit up because nobody, you know, caught on. Have you you seen my wife? (laughs) Oh, to those of you that get that. Yes, yes. So is that there like a kind of a catharsis with that? Do you feel like a, a relief of like, yes, somebody got it? I do actually. Um, when like my very first cosplay was back in 2010 at MechaCon and I was, I don't remember how old I was, I was probably like 14, but my very first cosplay was Candace from Diamond, Pokemon, Pearl and Platinum. 
So I had her outfit on, and then, like, I had a little squeaking plushie that I brought with me. And, I, you know, granted, the games were real big, but I was kind of like, no one might not really know who I am. They're probably going to know, okay, she's from Pokemon, but, like, who is she? But I did have some people who recognized me, and it really just made my day. And it was, like, my first convention, too, so that also helped. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. So do you have any upcoming projects that you're working on? Because, you know, of course, Halloween is around the corner. So it's You there. know, it's, this is so sad. And I know a lot of cosplayers do this, too. Halloween's coming, and they're just like, I don't have any cosplays. And that's kind of how I am right now. It's like, ooh, I was like, <laughs> I didn't, because I didn't make anything for Halloween this year, because I honestly was expecting to be at my retail job that closed this year. Oh. So I was like, all right um but i i've been working on some cosplays pretty much all year so for halloween i'll probably just reuse my momohime cosplay from um last year and just call it a day i was like it's already done like i don't feel like making a whole new costume because i've got like all these other cosplays i was working on so i was like we'll just reuse this one okay okay well i understand hey 2020 is kind of Oh yeah, and, yeah. And I was, yeah. I'm in school and I work too, so I was like, "This is the easiest thing I can do." I was like, "I can win a costume contest at like someone's party with this costume," so that's all that matters. <laughs> right, right, right. And and at the end of the day, like my good friend from Fandom Fandoms Anonymous says, you got to make it make sense. Exactly. You know, you know, there's no sense in you know extending yourself beyond your reach you know, just for one day. So I get it. You know, there'll be other chances to cosplay. Exactly. And like half the time, you know, if, if it's going to win me money at the cosplay contest on Halloween, that, that's all right with me. Lord knows I could use a few extra dollars. <laughs> you know, I think we all could. All right. Well, Miss Tahira, listen, I, again, appreciate you taking time out your day. You didn't have to do this, but I hit you up. It was like, yo, I want to interview a cosplayer. Would you be down? And you was like, yes. <laughs> yes. And so, again, thank you. If, if anybody wanted to follow you to check out some of your work or some of your past cosplay, do you have, like, Instagram or anything they could follow? I do. I actually do have an Instagram. Um, it's Weeaboo Trap Queen. Weeaboo, we like, the actual Weeaboos and then Trap, Trap Lord, Walk, uh, Yes, trap. And then uh, just spell regularly. Uh, um, I usually post a lot of like really stupid faces of me on my story. I try to upload as much as I can when I have time on my Instagram. So um, if you follow me, you've seen that I've been working on my Shinobu Jacobs from No More Heroes mm. cosplay. I've been working on, uh, well, I actually finished it. Um, my Fire Force cosplay and uh, Egyptian, an Egyptian Sailor Moon cosplay based off some fan art. And um, currently working, I've pretty much, I'm pretty much done with the outfit in and of itself, but I'm working on the bow. I'm working on Fran from Final Fantasy XII. So you get to see me. And a lot of times I post a lot of work in progresses because like Fran is my first full armor cosplay that I'm doing. So I post a lot of like work in progress, step by steps, and how I'm doing it so far. So, yeah. Yo, that's dope. Fran is Bay, so I can't wait to oh, see yeah. how you make this work. Honestly, sorry, I don't know how I was when that came out, and I saw it, and I was like, oh my god, she's black. <laughs> right, 
Right. And She's a know, black bunny. Right. Yeah, All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, Mr. Hira, thank you again for taking time out your day. Uh, for everybody listening, follow her on Instagram. She's dope. And she's generally hilarious on Facebook as well. Um, again, you know, again, this has been your boy, sir. 2020 podcast, a business minute, Mr. Hero. And on that note, we are out. Bye, everyone.